name is Ray Montgomery, and I would like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And today, we have Miss Mindy Evans, Assistive Technology Specialist here at Bosman Enterprises. How's it going today, Mindy? It's going well. All right. I wanted to uh, bring you back on the podcast because March is Disability Awareness Month, and I thought it would be important for us to really talk about how technology plays a role in helping a person who is blind or visually impaired, you know, um, get into the workforce. Right. So I wanted to kind of, you know, get your perspective on things and just see what kind of technology is available and how it's helped, you know, you and also what other things are out there to help a person who is blind, you know, become not just more marketable, but, you know, just to be able to keep up with their uh, sighted, sighted counterparts. So. Um, so far as with technology and a, a person who is blind, what what technology is available? Like people may ask, like how do you use a computer? Right, and that's a that's an open ended question because yeah, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of stuff out there. Um, but I would say the biggest thing, and I mean, first before we even get into the technology, I'm certain that you know there could be a lot of people who think, well, gee, how can someone who is blind use a computer? How someone who is blind able to do the same job that someone who is sighted can do because I mean you're looking at it from the perspective of you have your mouse and you you know use it on the screen right. and those types of things and so you just can't imagine how on earth someone who is blind or visually impaired would be able to function but I'd say the main uh, technology that we have is screen reading technology and that's available in a variety of ways I would say for the most part uh, the computer like as in PC, it is available on a Mac as well. It actually comes built into Macs, but I know that a lot of companies use PCs, and so there are a number of screen readers. I guess a lesser number nowadays, but there still are options for screen readers for individuals who are blind, and so they can complete the same task that someone who is sighted would do. It's just that the technology uses voice and or braille to read what is on the screen to a person who is blind and they control the screen with keyboard commands instead of instead of using the mouse. Correct. So when you talk about a screen reader, what does a screen reader do actually? Well, it reads what is on the screen. So for example, if you're using Microsoft Word to write a document, the individual who is blind can read the document it's being spoken aloud or output in refreshable braille if they so choose. Now the screen reader that we use primarily here at Bosma is JAWS for Windows. JAWS actually, trivia fact of the day, stands for Job Access with Speech. There are also other options out there and I mean Windows 10 actually has Narrator built in and it's starting to come along as a decent option for a screen reader that's even built in. but. All of that said, so it basically just vocalizes what is on the screen. So it'll read your document. It can read as much or as little. If you're the type of person that you want to hear every character you type, it will tell you what you're typing. When you press backspace, it's going to read what you're backspacing over. So you're able to edit a document like anyone else, proofread, all of those things, spell check, etc. So when a um, company you know, wants to install a program like JAWS, does that uh, do anything to their computers no sometimes people say I don't want to put that on there it may do something to the computer so 
it is not. It's just another program that is existing on the computer. And it does not have to be run by default. Most individuals who are blind choose to have JAWS start automatically. But if you are in a situation where you have a shared work environment, you can enable it when the person who is blind gets to the job and then disable it when they leave. And then the program's just sitting there ready for use, but it's not going to impact an individual who is not blind who is using the same machine. So uh, when they're using JAWS, what other things can you do with JAWS? Can you get online? Can oh, yeah. you get on internet? How JAWS to... basically reads whatever is on the screen. I mean, mm -hmm. I just use Microsoft as, as an example, but mm -hmm. pretty much any program that you can run on the computer, JAWS is going to read it to you. I mean, your web browser, whether you use Internet Explorer or Firefox, it's going to read your web pages. If you're using Excel, it'll read that. If you're using... Microsoft Word, it reads those things, or, you know, if you have your own program at work, it, as long as you're meeting all the accessibility requirements, it's yes. going to be able to read it to you, and or, there's even options, if you have a program that's not working exactly as you wish for it to with JAWS, there are ways to do what's called scripting to make it work for someone who is blind without having to modify your, your existing program. Now, um, as an assistive technology specialist here at Boswell Enterprises, how do you, on a day-to-day -day basis, use JAWS or a screen reader? Well, I use I use JAWS for we we are a Salesforce company, mm -hmm. so I use it on Salesforce. I use Gmail. We no longer use Outlook, so I'm using Gmail with Firefox every day. Uh, it's starting to get better with Chrome. I don't completely use that yet, but I'm ready for the day when they let me switch to it. And so I use that, but and I mean, we haven't even touched on this yet, but iPhones and iPads have voiceover built in, and that's another screen reading technology. And so I use an iPad to do my expense reports. I do have an iPhone for work, and I use it independently to check my mail and look at my calendar, all of those things. Yeah, that's another... Um good tool right there, you know, as far as to be independent, but, but with these screen readers, I know people are always curious about the screen reading software. So with JAWS, you said we touched on it, you can get on the internet, you can do your Microsoft applications, you can shop online. It really opened up a whole new world, um, actually, for anyone who did not know about it. Right. I mean, it, oh, what, how could I do this? How can I communicate with my, my peers, you know, because that's how we communicate on a day-to-day -day basis right now as far as with uh, technology, I mean. Well, right, and in a nutshell, really the screen reader is just that, a screen reader. It reads mm -hmm. whatever is on the screen. So whatever program you're going to pull up on your computer, the screen reader is going to do its level best to be able to read what is on the screen. Now, there are things here and there that can affect how well it may or may not read it, but in large part, you're able to read most of the things that I can think of that mm -hmm. you would need to in order to perform a job or communicate and those types of things. So you don't use a mouse. So you don't yeah. use a mouse. How are you able to, you know, stay up to speed? How how would you stay up to speed without using a mouse? Well, there are keyboard those. commands. Okay. So you use the keyboard instead of the mouse, and it's always so funny because, I mean, I can some of my peers will how do you do this, or where is this in the menus? And I would say, well, I don't have a clue, but I can tell you that Control-C copies. Right. So some of it is just learning the Windows keyboard equivalents. 
Some of it is that the screen reader itself has certain commands that allow you to navigate more quickly. So it's a combination of built-in Windows keyboard commands and ones that the screen reader has given us. So you couldn't just, or maybe you can, you can't just pick up JAWS one day at the store and just say, okay, I'm about to use this program. Do you need specialized training? Yeah, I would say yes, because you are learning to use a computer differently. And I'm hesitant to say how long it would take to pick something like that up. Well, first of all, you cannot buy JAWS in the store. That is, okay. uh, you do have to buy JAWS from a company called Freedom Scientific that is now part of VFO. So that part, but something like Narrator, if you wanted to give it a try, it's in your Windows 10 machine. Or there is a free screen reader called NVDA. You can download that from the internet. Yes. And so, no, you're not going to turn it on and automatically know how to use your computer. I'm not going to say that, but there are tutorials out there if you want to try to teach yourself to use it. Or, of course, here at Bosma, we do offer training. And, I mean, there are other resources that offer training for individuals who are blind to learn how to use these technologies. And I know JAWS is the biggest screen reader software in the it world. And, uh, how much does it cost to get that installed? I'm hesitant to give you a number yes. because, I mean, I do know that it costs, there, there's different um, levels. There's yes. the professional version and the home version. And there's also sometimes ways that you can work it out to get different pricing. Like I know that Freedom Scientific has through, I want to say it's through American Printing House, has a student program where you can get it for cheaper. And there are some ways where you can get some discounts. So I don't want to quote a price on right. it. But also, something to keep in mind, a lot of individuals who are blind, when we're talking about the cost, many are coming in through services such as vocational rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. And they often have already had the screen reader purchased for them. And thus, you as a company may not have to purchase that. Yes. And that's a good thing, too. And also, um, if you don't want to purchase it, you could also download the demo version of it just so you can get... Right. Uh, you know, a feel for the program and if this is something you like because nowadays with technology, like you said, it's already built in a lot of these new Windows uh, computers. So, mm -hmm. Narrator is already there, it's free and it's very accessible. Mm -hmm. um, and they're working on it more every day. I wouldn't say, for me, I don't think it's a screener that you could 100% rely on to meet business needs, but it's certainly possible that if you're someone, you know, at home, you may be able to use Edge and Narrator and get by. So you talked, touched on the smartphone issue. Do you use your smartphone a lot to do day-to-day um, -day, uh, tasks? Oh yeah, I use it, you know, if I'm away from my desk and I wanna know what's happening with email, I can look at my email, mm -hmm. I can look at my calendar, or, you know, I'm, I travel on business sometimes and I look at my flights or mm -hmm. just if I need to look up something on the internet pertaining to the job, Salesforce has an, has an app I haven't tried it out in a while but I might be doing that since I'm gonna be away you yeah. know there's there's just a number of things that you can do away from the office be it on an iPad or on a smartphone it's pretty much a uh, portable computer I would say your phone I mean you could if you were working you could answer like you said answer your emails you can do Facebook posts if you do social media right. you can like you say check your flight um, you know, get an Uber, whatever you want to do <laughs> on your phone, you're able to do on your phone just to get, you know, where you need to go. So that's definitely a great tool. But another uh, app that I was looking at 
that was a K and FB reader. Yes. Is that something that you use um, a lot? I've got to be honest with you. I was using it at first, mm -hmm. and it is a good app. A bit pricey, but it's a good app. It will read your documents to you. And what I do like is you can save the document. But there's also, I do have to tell you, a free app called Seeing AI. Yes. And it will read your, it has a document mode as well. And it will read documents for you. And so I have to be honest, I've kind of started using it because Seeing AI has like eight different things built in. So I'm using it for something else. And then I'll just, oh, let me just pull that back up and read this document here. So so what other, what other things are uh, available within the Seeing AI app? Well, there's something called short text, which I found to be fantastic. When I came back from a trip one time, I was able to figure out what receipts were what. So it just, whatever text is under the camera will read it as opposed to reading the whole document. Mm -hmm. uh, it has product identification. So... You can scan the barcode to know what you have in your hands, if it's wow. a bag or a box. There's color identification. I will say your results will vary with that one. There's a light detector, so you know whether or not you left the lights on. There's there's a handwriting mode. I haven't quite figured that one out yet, but it's supposed to be able to read handwritten notes. And there's currency identification. And That's, these all come in one package. This used to be, you'd have to have all of these apps on your phone, and now it's all in one. So um, artificial intelligence is playing a huge role right now with uh, creating more opportunities, I would say. Oh, yes. Man, that's, that's crazy. We're in a whole different world right now. We are. We're in a whole different world. One day you might have a person who's blind driving with the help of... <laughs> Google's working on that. Google's working on it, so you never know. Might be some blind cab drivers out there. <laughs> well, I mean, really, you might have a car that just shows up with nobody right. in it. With nobody in it. push the buttons and it takes you. That remind me of Total Recall. So. <laughs> <laughs> right there. So, Man, so technology is making the world more accessible every day. It I mean, is. And the other thing that we haven't even really touched on is, so you may wonder, how is a person who is blind or visually impaired going to get to work? And there are apps for that, too. And, yeah. you know, I talk about the iPhone. That's my personal preference. But some of these are available on Android as well. The, there are apps that will help you navigate. There's one called BlindSquare. There's one called Nearby Explorer. So these are apps that will allow you to get directions, know what's around you, etc. So you can plan your route if you want to, you know, if you're close enough to walk to work, you can do that. Or even if there's transit involved, you can do that. There's an app called Move It that tells you about your transit stops. It lets you know what bus to take and when. And I'm told that if you run it in the background, it'll even tell you when to get off the bus. So it's tracking you as you go. So there's just so many ways for someone who is blind to navigate independently and we haven't even talked about you know Lyft or Uber both of those are accessible if you need a quick ride to work someone who is blind can request a Lyft or Uber independently and get to their job and do what they've got to do you touched on blind square and I know that's another way we're, we're making people who are blind more independent here at Bosma because you can actually with the help of your iPhone come in here download the app or if you already have it uh, pre-installed on your phone learn the building yes with the out the assistance of someone sighted right to, to a certain extent and also around here we have another uh, thing that we're doing with the QR codes so you know where you're at within the building you're able to go to the vending machines independently now so I mean just really technology is making the world just more um, accessible and making people you know who are blind more independent every day I would say so you know sky's the limit I would say I would agree I was 
I definitely agree. Any other um, cool things? I know the Braille display is very big. Is, is there any new uh, advancements with that? I wouldn't say a, a quote advancement, end quote, but I do know that uh, American Printing House has finally started releasing for sale in limited quantities the Orbit Reader 20. The big deal with this is it is a Braille display that is 20 cells. It has some limited note taker um, capabilities. So basically note taker is you can put some notes in it, write down some files, jot a few things down, etc., and you store it all on an SD card. I can't remember if this has a calendar and a clock in it, but I do know that you can, like I said, or you can put some books on an SD card and be able to read them, but then you also can connect it to your phone and it works via Bluetooth. The big deal with this is it is retailing for under $500. Most Braille displays cost at least $1,000 and that's on the low end. Most are far more than that. So the fact that these folks were able to make a Braille display available for $500 or less is a pretty big deal within the blindness community. And there's one other small thing I just wanted to touch on before I let you go today, Mindy. Amazon, the Echo. Oh, goodness. I hear a lot of things how that is making uh, the world, you know, around us uh, better. I mean, as far as with people who are blind or visually impaired who cannot, you know, easily uh, obtain different apps or, you know, access their TV or access uh, music. So how, how is that helping? How, how have you heard it help? A person who was blind or visually impaired. Well, I won't lie. I have bought into it. I've got one at my house, too. And it is. I mean, for someone who is, if you're not the most tech savvy, there is a little bit of setups involved at, at the beginning. You do have to have your app and set the device up initially. But once it is, you know, if you get that tech savvy person to help you set it up the first time, then after that, there are so many skills that you can enable or you can just ask Alexa to read the news or you can ask Alexa to play a song or and so there's just so many things that you can do and you don't necessarily have to worry about learning a touch screen you don't have to worry right. about the keyboard you don't have to all of those things or Alexa can set a timer for you or there's just a number of things that it can do that the, many of them are things that the smartphone can do and to be fair Google does have their Google Home that does some of the same things. So, okay. again, there are multiple options out there. And, I mean, Apple just released the HomePod. It just came out. Wow. Goodness, I think it came out about a week ago. So, I can't really say much on it yet because it just now hit the market. So, I mean, there's just so many options of, again, it's kind of the artificial intelligence slash voice assistant that is making things easy and convenient for someone who may not be the most tech savvy but yet they can still find out the things that they need to and one last question what would you tell an employer who is hesitant to maybe hire someone who is blind or visually impaired well i think the biggest thing is give them a chance yeah. i think allow them to come and see what they can do allow them talk to the person who is blind I mean you you may not know what it is that they can do and, and that's fine but talk to them ask questions most people who are blind are willing to explain to you how it is that they're going to get this accomplished and so just have open conversations give them a chance and just you'll you'll find out that 
people who are blind are willing and ready to work and could be some of your best employees if they're just given the opportunity. Definitely. And definitely I'd like to thank you for all that information you just gave us today, Mindy. You're welcome. And I hope that uh, an employer would definitely take take heed to that and just give a person a chance. And that's all that everyone wants in life is an opportunity. Absolutely. So I'd like to thank everyone today for listening to the Bosma Enterprises Navigating Blindness Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And um, if you need any more information regarding blindness, visit www.bosma.org. And you guys have a great day. Thank you.